What's good, fam? Thanks for joining me, your host, Corey Cabri, on the Living Life on Purpose podcast, where we discuss various topics on how to apply God's principles to your everyday life. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. All righty. Session. We are in session. So last week we talked about being patient with other people, and I, I sat and I had, you know, still conversation with myself and the Lord. And um, some conclusions I drew were in being patient, I learned with myself, just me, that the difficulties in being patient stems from some surprise. Them some pride. Just to myself, I learned that I struggle to be patient with people because of my own pride. And, you know, and I could go through, you know, the loops and hoops about my own pride, but eh, it would be to no end. Um, but I say that pride because in order for me to be patient with people, I have to humble myself. And if I don't humble myself, if I stay in my own pride, then I'm going to want to defend myself or come to my own aid because of whatever I'm having to deal with from this person. And I'm like, I'm too prideful to allow myself to have to put up whatever foolishness that I feel is foolishness that's spewing from this other person, right? And so the Lord said, love is not proud. And then he, then he went on, he said some other stuff in Corinthians 4. Uh, I called it for CD and E. You know, I don't know who all got it, that that CD and E was love does not envy, it does not boast, and it is not proud. And so, so today we're going to talk about love, not being proud, not being envious, and not boast. Anybody got any comments they want to make? questions they want to ask no no nothing really not yet what a, not yet <laughs> but, but <laughs> so you know what i mean it's uh so so this is this being very interesting very interesting and you know very uh uh not difficult to discuss the discussion part is easy the difficulty comes in here again walking in it because when you look yeah. at the scripture, yeah, yeah, when you look at the scripture, it says love, it is in the Great News Bible, it is not jealous or conceited or proud. But in the NIV, it reads, I'm going to read it again because I want to really hone into this. Here again, it says, First Corinthians 4, C, love, it does not envy. D, it does not boast. And E, it is not proud. And so so you start to think about when you look at being patient with other people, say, how 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 does envy come into that, right? You start, I ask a question. I'm going to ask it for you. How does envy come into being patient with people, right? And so I began to think among myself, when whenever I'm in a difficult position or if I'm faced with a difficult person, some things tend to come up. Some things tend to arouse, right? And I'll say, say I'm dealing with a difficult boss. And, you know, you start to ask questions, you know, whatever questions you may ask. I do. I'll ask certain questions. And the difficulty in my boss may be a few things. It may be one thing. One thing it could be is the fact that I feel that I'm smarter than my boss. Oh, really? Okay. But if I do, you know, it's just me talking. 
I feel like I'm smarter than my boss. So then what, what question am I going to ask next? The question I'm going to ask next is, how did he get this position? All right, now I'm questioning my boss's position. <laughs> now I'm questioning my boss's position because, see, now me questioning his position is causing me to do what? It's causing me to be impatient with my boss as my boss. Because, see, if he was just some regular person, it wouldn't be a problem. But the fact that I'm smarter than him and he's my boss, it just ain't adding up. So, so then you start to think about this envious thing, right? Is it tying together? Because, see, I'm looking at myself as to be more qualified to be the manager than my boss. But my manager is the manager, and he's over me. And now I'm falling into this slippery slope of being envious. I am becoming irritated because this person is my boss, and I'm deeming them to not be qualified. So I'm envious of their role. I feel like I should be, and I'm not saying it, but I am because I'm questioning them being the boss. It's like, well, I, well somebody else could be the boss, right, because somebody else you feel is more qualified. Is that still not envious? You're hating their position or looking at their position or their role in a state of bitterness because of your own pride, my own pride. I'm going to keep targeting myself because of my own pride, and I'm looking at myself because I'm measuring them in accordance to me. Does that make sense? I'm measuring my boss in his role, in his description, and how he works in everything in accordance to me. Me. I, I, I'm comparing them with me. And then, then, then I'm looking at it like me was more qualified than he or she. How so? Because of my own measurements. How is that not envy? That, that is grade A envy. We can go read the definition of envy, and, and, and you can argue with it all day, but at the end of the day, what it comes down to is you're being envious. Instead of taking on a different mindset of regardless of their measurements or regardless of their wits, somebody put them in that position for some reason. And people don't put people in management position because of their smart. Otherwise, you would be the manager since you're smarter than they are by your own calculations, me, Corey, saying that. If that was the case, then I would be the manager because of my wits and my smart. That's not why people put people in management. They put people in management because either they're good leaders or they knew somebody. But, to, you know, but typically they feel like they show good leadership. And being a leader has nothing to do with being smart. Just got to know how to lead people. But that's neither here nor there. That's another whole other lesson. But the point is, the point is this. I learned that love is not envious. So, so, so if I'm loving, if I'm walking in a loving manner, I can't be measuring people according to me and disdaining them or their role because I feel like my role should be more significant. That makes sense? Love doesn't do that. Love doesn't, love doesn't do that. Love doesn't envy. And, and notice what else you did in that, just in that. You just did the other two as well. What do you mean? You boasted. Because, because see, I put my role and I made it more significant. Just in that, I made my role more significant than their role. Why? Because I'm smarter. So, so I'm articulating a sense of intelligence uh, more evident than they are. <laughs> Man, I'm boasting. 
Well, I'm boasting. Now I'm saying that I, I have something. I am something. And I can hear you. I can hear you. Corey, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Well, see, let me tell you what's wrong with it. It's causing you to be impatient with people because you keep elevating yourself and your position and then disdaining them because of who they are or what they encamp as far as their measurements, meaning their intelligence, meaning how they look, how they talk, whatever it may be that's causing some type of irritation to you between me, you, and me and them and whatever. It's causing this irritation between the two of you. And now you're looking at you, you're elevating you and putting you above them, but yet you're not above them. So it's causing you to be impatient with them. It's causing you, it's causing an unmerited friction just because of your roles. It's like, it's like you creating a bad vibe within your own self. It shouldn't even exist, but because you feel that they aren't what they should be, now there's friction. Sounds kind of like last week. But this is the reason why I've discovered within myself why I can't be patient with people because I'm measuring people up against me. Ooh-wee. Now, that was, that was harsh right there. That was harsh. I mean, that cut deep. I'm going to say it again. I find it difficult to be patient with people because I'm measuring other people up against myself. Now, 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 if you look at yourself and if I look at myself, I have tons of deficiencies, that being one, right? Measuring other people up against myself. Well, they're not the measurement, right? And I'm sure enough. Now, I'm not the meaning. I'm not the measuring rod, and they're not the measuring rod. So, so I'm finding myself caught up in what? Being proud, being conceited, being envious, and now being impatient. Because, see, that's where it starts. Because I keep looking at me. I keep measuring me. I keep making myself out be one thing, and God is over here saying, but you're not that. You, you're not that. You're not that. Now, as a result of my own conceit and my own pride and my own, own uh, envious nature, now I'm creating bad relationships between me and other people. And now people are finding it difficult to trust me because I have this big, gigantic ego when I come in the room. Man, everybody listening to you, man. You, 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 uh-uh. you, you think you're more than what you are. You think you're bigger than what you are. You, God can't use me because my head's big. And I'm over here thinking, this is a kicker right here. This is a kicker. I'm over here thinking I'm the victim. I'm over here thinking I'm the victim. Why? Because I feel like I should be in a better role because I feel like I should be looked at or esteemed higher in whatever I'm doing. I feel like I should be the one that people should listen to. I feel like I should be the one getting more business and, and whatever. I feel like I should be the one married, not them. I feel like I should be getting that promotion and not them or riding in this car, living in this area and not them my ministry this big and not there. Because, see, I'm faithful to you, Lord. I am faithful to you. I, I do everything that you want. I do it, Lord. I do it. I do it. And it's causing me to treat people with a sense of disdain. It's causing me to look down on people. And it's sneaky. It's quiet sneaky. You don't even realize you're doing it because you feel like you're a victim. 
because you read your Bible every day, because you're in church every day, because you pay your tithes on time. <laughs> and the fact that you pay them, you know, when other people aren't in and you broke, Lord, I feel like I should be paid more money because I paid my tithes. You boasted. You, you're, you're being envious all in that one statement, boasting and being envious. Because, see, you're looking at other people and what other people are getting, and then looking at what you're getting, and you're thinking that you should be getting what they're getting because of what you do. That's envious, and that's boastful, and that's pride. And in that is creating relationships with bad vibes. People can't look at you like you're the spiritual person because of this vibe that you're carrying. They can't listen to you. They can't even come to you for advice because you keep measuring yourself in them. I'm just talking to me, you know, because I know anybody else doing this but me, but, but I'm sharing with you guys. If you're walking in this, if you did choose to walk in this, that state, that mindset, it creates a bad or disgruntled relationship, and God can't use you. Why? Because they are feeling like the victim now as a result of you feeling like the victim. And it's amazing how we said this before. It's just breaking it down to another level. It's like dissecting it at a different level. What level? Well, remember we talked about hurt people hurting people and being victimized. And the person that's victimized, they tend to want to take on that mindset of the person that, vict- that, that victimized them because they are the victim. It's like you did this to me, so then you got to get them back. You got to take on that same mindset. And you don't, but see, it's sneaky, Right. Because it comes, in the, it comes in the form of, I've been doing what God wants. And then you tend to want to boast or elevate yourself because you feel like you've been doing what God wants. But you haven't. When God is over here telling you, love is not proud. Love is not envious. Love does not boast. You don't feel like you're boasting when you say, Lord, I've been doing everything you wanted. <laughs> You know, you feel like, I'm not boasting. I'm not boasting. That's not, that's not me boasting. If it's not boasting, then what is it? You're not tooting your own horn? No, I'm just, I'm just acknowledging the fact that, that I, I, you know, I, I just, I'm just making a point that, that if you think about it, what point are you making when you say that? Lord, have I not? It's like, like we talked about last week, being patient. Lord, have I not been patient? You know, Lord, have I not been patient? I've been patient, right? And and, and what are you really saying, though? You're saying you deserve something. That's what you're really saying. You're saying you deserve something because of something you did. That's what you're saying. That's boasting. I am the man. Lord, have you not noticed? I am the man. You ain't been looking at me. You don't see what I'm doing over here for you. You don't. You ain't no. You better. You better, Lord. You better recognize that that I, I, I deserve better. I deserve better. And no, of course you ain't gonna say it like that. No, you ain't gonna say. You gonna say it like you're the victim. Lord, I've been. I've been over here suffering. You gonna cry, you know. And you gonna you gonna you gonna sob a little bit. Snot may run down, you know. You gonna be the victim, and you gonna share with God in a sensible, in a sensitive manner that you've done these things, and you deserve better. And God is over here saying, "But you really don't. You really don't. 
You have to humble yourself, Corey. You gotta be humble. You gotta you gotta accept this humiliation. You gotta accept this position that I have you in, and, and, and you gotta allow me to elevate you when I elevate you. And the elevation isn't for you; it's for me. It's like a whole different mindset, like a different position you're taking on. It's like it's like this position of I'm just loving just to love. I'm not loving to gain. I'm not loving to obtain. I'm not loving to receive. I'm loving to give. I'm not being patient so you can be patient with me. I'm just being patient because you need something from me. I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna elevate myself and be prideful because I don't feel my boss is wise or smart. No, 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 no. I'm gonna be humble and I'm gonna give my boss what he needs. Not just so he can look good and he can keep being my boss. It's like who in the world wants to do that? Nobody. I heard a guy talking on an interview one time and he said in his name, he's a rapper, and he was being interviewed uh on this at radio show on YouTube and I was I usually tune into this radio show when I get sleepy at work because it helps, you know what I mean, I'm a very inquisitive mind, and I'd like to just read into various people and on various levels. I just read into things that they say, and, and, and I can use them for very moments like this. But this guy, his rapper, his name is T.I., and he said he takes on the mindset of Malcolm X. He doesn't feel like people should that doesn't give respect should be respected. He feels like everybody has to earn respect, and I guess that was one of Malcolm X's his, uh, mottos that that you to, in order for you to get respect, you gotta earn it. You got in order for you to get it, you gotta give it, right? So, so if I would interchange respect for love, it's like he's saying I don't believe that everybody deserves love. In order for them to be loved, they gotta give love, and and so the Lord flipped this for me. He flipped it. He flipped it. He said, so then what about on the negative side? He said, then do people that uh, haven't given hate, do they deserve hate or do they have to earn it? I'm going to say that again. People that hadn't ever hated you, do do they have to earn your hate? Does that make sense? Probably that night. It doesn't because you can't even make sense of that. But if you do it on the but, – but it makes sense on the love side, though, right? Yeah, it, it makes sense. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, right? But we don't mm-hmm. say that for hate. We don't say that for being impatient, right? We don't say that. Right. We don't say that a person that hadn't ever given me impatient deserves impatience. We don't say that. We don't say they got to earn my impatience. No, they, they deserve it. They deserve it already. They deserve my hate already. Now they got to earn my love. Ain't that amazing how on the negative, they don't have to earn it, but on the positive, they do? Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing how that's we good. flip it and make it like that's right. Right. We do. They have to earn it, they have to earn it for the stuff that we don't have. Right. And, 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 and it's mostly that because, because of what? We prefer Bye. to give them the negative instead of the positive. Isn't that interesting? It's, it's, we prefer to give them the negative. Why? Why? And I could go on all of these reasons, but it sums up into because we're so proud, man. We have, we have this, 
We have this pedigree that we got to, you know, we got to protect it. We got this character. We got this persona that we try to protect and we try to guard it. And it's like I can't let anybody penetrate the shield. Make sense? I can't let people penetrate my shield. And God is over here saying love is not proud. Love is not boastful. Why do you have a shield? Why take something? Right? It's, it's, love is not boastful. Love does not envy. Because if everybody looked the same, if everybody, meaning, meaning, if everybody had the same role and same characteristics, same description, can nobody else look at somebody else and be like, oh, they better or worse? You know what I mean? Oh, they're, they're better. Their personality is better. Their lifestyle is better. If everybody had the same role, if everybody's in the same condition, nobody can look at somebody else and say what's better or what's worse because we would always be the same. And then if that was the case, then there would be no need in you trying to defend who you were, what you stood hey, for. Go yeah, go ahead. If you're choosing to walk in the flesh, how in the world are you going to look? Exactly. You can't, you can't love. But 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 what we do, we have this 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 uh this this facade of something that we call love, and and it's conditional. It's yeah. conditional. It's 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 me. It's you getting a, a treatment that I feel is favorable because of how you treat me. <laughs> and Jesus is saying, and, and and get that. Listen to that part, right? That that. That very thing, that very notion is saying what? You're thinking more highly of yourself than you ought. The fact that you would say that you're basing your, your favorable treatment, you're making it to be something to be earned, that's you being proud, that you boasting on something that you have. And it's like, and, 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 and I hear you saying, man, what's wrong with that? <laughs> what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? I'm going to tell you what's wrong with it. This is, this is what's wrong with it. Let me tell you what's wrong with it. I'm going to turn to Philippians, and I didn't give you all this scripture, but I'm going to go to Philippians, and, and, and I'm going to start at verse 2. It says, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. Are you following me? But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Let each one, let each of you look not out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. And this is why. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. He didn't consider it robbery to be equal with God. But made himself of no reputation, taking on the form of a bond servant. Bond servants are slaves. That means he came down here and he did things for people without any type of selfish gain. It's like he was just serving people and not receiving anything for it. Then it went on to say, coming in the form, in the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient even to death. We talk about Jesus. That's why. You see how different it looks? He didn't, he didn't look at himself to be something great, but he was. He was God. You see that? He didn't look at himself to be great. He looked at himself as being God, but then he humbled himself as a man. He came here serving with other people like a slave. <laughs> he came here serving us like slaves. And he didn't look at us and say, he didn't look at us and say, you know what? Y'all hadn't given me love. Y'all don't deserve my love. 
and and and, and this is this is the kicker. His love is ultimate. See, his love is what enables us to be. His love enables us to choose him. His love enables us to to have this air that we breathe in and out of our bodies, to have movements in our limbs. His love gives us cognizance to say, I want to choose you or I don't. His love does. Now, see, that's ultimate love. See, see, now, our little petty love, what what are we going to do? Take somebody to the grocery store? What are we going to do? Give them a couple dollars? I mean, what are we going to do? He gives us land and earth and oil and all of these resources to, to help benefit us throughout life and sustain us in life. What what I love doing? Uh, uh, I'm going to listen to you for about 10 minutes until I'm tired, and then that's what my love is going to do. Let you occupy, I'm going to occupy, let you occupy my time, and I'm going to give you a little bit of my time. And love going to do when you give it back. When you do what I say, that's what my love does. I'm going to loan you a couple dollars, but you better pay it back. As a matter of fact, I'm going to need interest on it. And then you know what? Oh, okay, I'll give you a couple of dollars, and you ain't got to pay it back this time. But you know what? Next time when you ask, then you're like, you know what? I can't give it to you because every time you ask me for money, you know what I mean? I'm always giving you money, but you keep asking me for money. What you doing with the money I gave you? <laughs> I'm being silly, but I mean, but I'm being real. But you really, that's the, yeah. That's, that's, the, ex, that's ex, the extent of our love. But then Jesus is over here loving and giving it freely. And humility, not 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 wanting or looking for anything in return or making himself out to be some big, great person because he did something for us. But that's what we do. Like we do something for somebody and we like, oh, man, you know, I done done the world for you. I feel like I deserve to be treated better because of everything that I've done for you. And Jesus was over here saying, well, I had that same mindset. Nobody would get love. Nobody would have grace. Nobody. I would be patient with nobody if I had that. But he's telling us to adopt his mindset, to take on his mindset. Love is not proud. Love does not boast. Love is not envious. And if we were to humble ourselves, and I'm, in, I'm done, really. I'm going to close with, with Romans 12. I'm going close with Romans 12, but we're going to be talking about humility. We're going to be talking about humility. It's, what's the anecdote, Corey? Well, this is the anecdote. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. And I'm going to stop there. You present your bodies a living sacrifice. Now, let's break that down for a couple seconds. Your body and a sacrifice. When you think about a sacrifice, something has to die, right? You think about your body, well, what are you elevating when you say things like you deserve or don't deserve? Your body, right? Your body, your person, this, this thing you reside in. You don't want people to mistreat you. You don't want people to hurt you. You don't want people to do things to you, so you guard it. You protect it, right? And what it causes you to do, it causes you to elevate this thing. It causes you to elevate it in a, in, in a sense of what you feel is prideful. It's not prideful, but you, you deem it in a sense of high regard. Now, any other person, any other motivational speaker would tell you, that's what you should do. You should esteem yourself in high regard. You should look at yourself to be this great person, this great entity, this great commodity for for the world. Of course. There's nothing wrong with that, right? No, absolutely not. But what it does, it causes you to look at other people and feel like because you're somebody, you're better. And and they got to earn what you have. They got to earn it. 
But but oh, on the contrary, when it comes to following Christ, he says, sacrifice that body. So all of this stuff that you think you are, kill it. Put it to death. Stop thinking it. Stop making out making it to be that what you are, what you have is the greatest thing since, I don't know, as Brother Jim would say, sliced bread. Sliced bread. It ain't it. Because it ain't. Jesus is the greatest thing. Matter of fact, he invented the bread, so he's even greater than sliced bread. <laughs> and if I adopt that mindset, right, if I walk in that mindset, if I walk and I adopt and I take on and I, and I absorb the mind that, Christ is the measuring rod. Christ is the height. If I just take that mindset on and I stop thinking that I'm more and I'm great and I'm, but Christ is, and people start to see his love through me, I mean, they're going to esteem you higher than you ever could esteem yourself in any regard because they're going to see, man, this dude is something different in all of the earth. In all of the earth, like, I, how can I get what you have? How can I get that sense of peace? People don't care anything about you, and they talk bad about you, and yet you still love them. Instead, you, you're still very patient. Man, I could take any – just think about that if you had that reputation. Man, I could just go to, to Brother Corey for anything, man. And he never, not once, does he ever look at me in a regard that I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Like, if you had that reputation, think about the richest person on earth, right? It's, you know, it it probably don't mean a lot to say it if you like, you know what I mean, you just, you know, a regular person. Think about somebody that you esteem highly, like, like just famous or that has a lot of money. Think about it like this. They were approachable. They walked out in the street among the public, and, people, and, and they were just patient with people. Like, like they took time, not, not even charging, just you could come talk to me. And they gave freely, like, it, like it was nothing. Almost to think that they would go broke if they weren't so rich. You would probably look at them and be like, man, that's crazy how they could do that. Man, how, do I, how can I get that? How can I get that? I mean, that you would regard them to, be, to a greater extent or, or, or on a level higher than what they are just because of their, their money and their fame. You regard, you regard them even more. That's who God is. That's who God is. That's, that's God. He's doing that with us every moment of our life with every person he's freely giving he's the richest entity he has everything ain't nobody giving him anything he has everything and guess what he's doing he's just giving it he's just taking up time with us listening to us talk about us not him and what problems we have not his and all he does is give and he's asking us to do the same thing but we have to what? We have to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. Now, that word living, got to touch on that, because the thing that you're killing, it's not you taking the life from yourself. No, it's you taking that pride from yourself, you taking that thought and that elevation and this esteem that you have for yourself. you killing all of that. I'm putting all of that to death, and I'm going to walk in this mindset that Christ had. It's not wrong to esteem myself, but I'm going to disregard myself for the fact that you need something greater. You need something more, man. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to earn my love. You don't have to earn my trust. You don't have to earn my patience. It's here for you freely. And then one day we'll get to that mindset. We'll say, you ain't got to earn my resources. 
We ain't there yet, right? We ain't there yet. You ain't get my money. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm being silly. You ain't get my money yet, player. I don't trust you that much. I'm just playing, guys. I'm just joking. But, but I hope this makes sense. We have to take on that same mindset of Christ, and that's us presenting ourselves as a living sacrifice, a living sacrificing. And guess what? Guess who gets glorified? God. God. Because that's what we want, right? No. Well, we ain't got there yet. We going to get Huh? Go ahead. That's what we say. That's what we say. There's a big disconnect between what we say and what we do. And what we do. And what we do. But that's why we, we huddle up. I mean, we, we, we talk about being patient with others. We talk about being humble. We talk about love, not being prideful. Love, love being not holding record of wrong, man. We, we talk about it, and then we talk about how we can apply it in our lives. And, and we can apply it just like that, just taking on that mindset of Christ, not esteeming ourselves to be so high because of this little knowledge we have, this, this, this finite knowledge we have. Man, I know, I know that, you know. And so we look down on people because of what we know. Right, because you, you said a mouthful in that you said you have to make a conscience, conscious decision. That's the living sacrifice where you're naturally wanting to do this and be prideful and, and defend and, and protect yourself and esteem yourself and, and, and disdain other people. Instead of that, instead of doing the natural thing, you're choosing to kill it and you're offering them love. You're offering and I think a lot love. of times we miss we miss God's purpose by acting that way because sometimes right. we don't understand what, what things happen and we we think, oh, I deserve that position or, you know, right. I should have all this, I should have all that, but we don't understand that God is maybe directing us in a different path and we're just kind of being like the stubborn bull that doesn't want to move yep. because we yep. think that's what we want. And I think uh, I've got some pretty big shocks in my life as yeah. I look back and I'm like, wow, like I can't believe I, I just was so stubborn, you know, right. not, I wasn't seeing what God wanted me to see and, and it comes from selfishness. And, That's good. That's good, Jose. Yeah. And pride. Yes, it. I think. Yeah, man. That's good. That's good. Uh, so we, we, uh, we're going to keep talking about humility, walking in humility, humble, being humbling ourselves. We're going to keep talking about it because love is not pride. Love is not proud. Love does not boast. Love is not envious. You know, and these are three sneaky things that, that creeps up in us and it causes us to, to look at people in a manner that God isn't looking at us. You know, it's, it's, uh, God's not looking at us like that. You know, if we could only see through the lenses of how God looks at people that are doing things that we look at and say, oh, man, they're the scum of their, and then, and, then, and then God shows us the reflection of us in comparison to them, uh, it, it, we would probably be so in such a shock and, and in such shame with how ugly, how, how ugly we treat people as a result of our pride in comparison to somebody just, you know what I mean, being uh, violent and, or whatever, ro- robbing a store and, and, and 
we, if God were to show us how this person as a robber or a drug dealer or whatever affects people and how we affect people with our pride, we would, if God was just to show us that, we would probably be in amazement of how it looks and probably be ultimately surprised. Like where he's over here showing you we're affecting millions of people and they're just affecting one community. <laughs> we'll probably look at it different and be like, wow, man, I didn't realize I was such a bad person. <laughs> I didn't realize I was such a bad person. But it's good he doesn't do that, right? He just shows us love. And uh, he tells us to do the same. Just love, man, just love. Choose the love. That's all I have. Well, family, I hope the discussion has encouraged you. I hope it has enlightened you. I hope it has infused you with love and truth. To live a life filled with God on purpose. And if it has, join us again for more godly discussions. Thank you.